I hope you enjoy the calming sounds of air going out of my lungs. Yeah, like what all with Nick was saying, we were going to talk about that live. Assume not much from your weekend away. No, well, I can, I mean, I can kind of talk about it. It's just I definitely prefer not to. Everybody, if you have kids, enlist them in scouting right now. Yes. Because it's a very good thing, even if you think it's dorky. It's like the farthest thing from it nowadays. Oh, it's, it's a blast. Boy Scout camp. They've got, like, real cool shit down there. Like, do they still have the BMX deal? No, that was a horrible idea. Uh, <laughs> what happened with that? So, it was just horribly made. And uh, you know how most BMX, tra- BMX tracks, you shouldn't have to pedal? Mm-hmm. You had to pedal the entire way. They didn't oh, They didn't take into, like, consideration banking the hills to where you could coast and run through. You had to, like, you had to go. And there was a lot of rocks in that dirt, so that oh, fucked geez. everything up, but... No, that was a horrible, horrible outpost. Ironically, you know who the last staff to staff it was? Who? The Briley Creek Outpost staff. Really? The shotgun staff. Staff BMX, because they, they just didn't have anyone to staff. So you got to go up there and see what it was all about a couple no, times? No, that was when I moved over to the Merit Badge side of things. Oh. That was, I think that's the year I became a director over there. Oh, so you were out of the outpost. Mm-hmm. That would have been cool to be a part of, but you would think they would consult, in not no, even that... an engineer, just somebody that knows great... <laughs> Stuff like that, there's just no one around that has that knowledge. When it comes to, like, doing an outdoor thing, like, shooting sports stuff. So we just got, well, they just got, like, these brand new ranges. Like, brand new rifle ranges. Mm-hmm. You would you would shit a brick. These things are, these things are nice. They're state-of-the-art. They were funded by Sweet. some family that I don't, can't remember the name of right now, but it's really funny. Shout out to them. Yep. Was it the Dicks? No, but that would have been funnier. But, no, they, um... Uh, they donated a shit ton of money to do all the ranges, and like they bulldoze down hilltops to make this happen. Well, that's like that's the argument with those. Uh, I always hear with those chieftains is you know like oh, pay for the paint, but at the same time, you know the other argument is yeah they just donated a hospital to our camp. Mm-hmm. Okay, they can be the special person. Yes, yeah. like that's that war. That's a pretty fucking good deed. <laughs> yeah, and also most of them. I mean, they're down. They've been down there their whole lives. I mean, if you really think about it, you don't see too many of the honoraries down there doing that shit. Uh, most of them have donated a tremendous amount of time and you know some funding to make these things happen. But anywho, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Changing the Narrative podcast. Episode 12, woo-woo. Yeehaw, let's do this. As far as the drink of choice today, we are going with Buffalo Trace, and goddamn is it smooth. The whiskey of the night. Indeed. All I right. could almost have a IV of Buffalo Trace. I love this shit. Buffalo Trace, if you're listening somehow, some please God. Don't even sponsor us. Just send me a link where I can buy your bottles because I can't find this shit <laughs> anywhere. Like, I don't even need a deal. Just make that the sponsorship as you send us the link to buy it. We just want your phone number so we can buy it at full price. Oh, yeah. we will. I will pay extra. It is so good. Um, All right. But anywho, let's get into it today. So what do we got? We got, um, so you had your hot take on the elderly. Right, right. Boomers. Right. So over the weekend, I was uh, down at uh, the Yield Reservation for a celebration of sorts, and I was hanging out with some gentlemen that, uh, or I was hanging out with some guys that uh, put up, brought up a pretty good point. So I was wearing a uh, 
a shirt. It was the Birds Aren't Real shirt. If you haven't seen that Facebook page, people, you need to go see it. It is the funniest shit ever. Very factual. Now, for people in our age group, which I'm 25, you're 27, and, you know, anyone around that age group understands that, okay, this is obviously satirical. And just for some insight to the, to the people that don't know what this is, uh, it's a Facebook page that basically says that birds are government drones. Which they are. Yes, they are. I was saying, we're, we're saying satirical for legal reasons here, strictly. <laughs> exactly. So, there's a Facebook page that says that, and, you know, it's grown into, like, this huge, huge major thing, and it's all sorted out as a joke. Now, what I noticed is that when, like, a lot of the guys that were in their 40s, 50s, 60s, and 70s were looking at my shirt, they were like, what the fuck, is this guy smoking crack? Like, does this guy really believe this? And I'm like, and I had to tell him, it's like, and I ran through the same pitch, you know, like... You didn't just tell him, yes, no, they're not real. They're government drones. No, I told them Did you ask him, have you ever seen a baby pig? I said that exactly. I used that exact <laughs> example. I asked him, hey, have you ever seen a baby pigeon? And the, no one could say they have. No one, period. Pigeons remind me of trash men. Right. They're just dirty, greasy. Like, have you ever seen, like, the ones in a city, like in New York or in... Where they're any disgusting. Big, they're, they're fucking greasy looking. But then you flip the coin and you go look at like doves, which are super like close related, and they're Beautiful like looking. Oh, yeah. they taste good. They do taste good. They are good. <laughs> Dove, but they're always so jalapeno poppers. The important part. Back to the back to the yes. story. So um, boomers, they aren't a, they aren't fans of jokes. Yeah, they like they couldn't <laughs> grasp the fact that like this was all a trolling thing, and we got to the topic of like you know you have congressmen and people in positions of power in government that get trolled by these people online and they go on to like the congressional floor on live television and talk about these people that are trolling them with these jokes. Yeah. And it's, it's like, all just a joke and they seriously believe that it's like... Could not be more disconnected from reality. Exactly. It's like, what the fuck is going on? So that was just the weirdest topic to me. It well, was it's the weirdest true. Thought. It's like... And you even, you even bring home the point. Like, those kind of people... Like, if you can't relate to the current climate of just everything if you can't relate to an average 25 year old you probably shouldn't be running the country exactly it's like like let's be honest here for real well like, what's the what do you say the average age of someone in congress is uh, probably That's like senate and house probably like late 60s late 60s early 70s That's, somewhere in there yeah they represent like the age group wise like 15 to 20 percent of the population yeah it's like they've been they were around before like you know, the internet took they off. They literally, in some cases, don't know how to use the internet. Exactly. Like, they would be lost I, without their interns. Oh, if... They'd when be I was, fucked. When I was in the military, the amount of civilians that I've been, even, you know, military personnel that were high-ranking and, like, older individuals that I had to teach stupid shit, like, here's how you open your email. Who the fuck doesn't know to just look up Outlook or Gmail, like... How can, especially if you're Chrome in a position, pops it up for you. If you're in a position <laughs> where you're making these decisions and you're governing others, you can't not know that. You can't. Those are the kind of people that fall for fi like the phishing emails, the scam emails, the Facebook <laughs> posts that are like, "Oh yeah, where is you know where was your high school, oh your dog's first God. name, the questions that are like the cert they presented as surveys, but they're just like the amount of all people, the passwords. Like, you know that all they have to do is throw that in a database." run some sort of algorithm software that hacks into shit and that literally just tests those answers against security questions like over and over through. again yeah mm -hmm. it's all just collecting different personal information about people that 
Like, don't get me wrong. I'm not ignorant to that. Like, my information's already out there on the internet. People already have it. There's probably not much I can do about that. I post, like, I don't try to hide things when I post. People know that, you know, the town I live in. I don't give a shit. People know where where I work. If they're friends with me, I don't give a shit. People well, know. the phone book had all the same information. Exactly. Like, I've never been <laughs> really worried. You know, especially as a vet, like, the government has a track on me if they want it. <laughs> you know what my favorite one is? Whenever I'm scrolling through Marketplace on Facebook and I see the guys that put their finger in front of the license plate, <laughs> it's like, are you fucking serious? It's like, really? <laughs> really? What are they going to do? So, they have a license plate number. Well, and that even makes me think, like, what do you do when you're driving down the road? Exactly. It's like, what the, why? What's the point here? It's like, that's what I'm talking about, though. Like, like, no one so cares enough. Nobody cares enough about you, bro, to... To use your license plate for anything. Exactly. It's like old Farmer John down the road is covering up his 1978 fucking Chevy In case anyone wants plate. to spoof that license plate to throw on a car. Yeah, to throw on a fucking that's a Maserati. Very, yeah, that's a very common car, right? Right, Jesus. exactly. But it's like, come on. And plus, even if that's the case, who cares? You have the actual license plate. If someone makes a spoof of it, they're the ones doing something illegal. Well, that yeah, that disconnect... It's like you have your vehicle registration in your car. There should be an age limit. For what? For politics. Yes. And I think that age limit should be 45 or 50. I would say 55. That's pushing it. I know some stupid 55-year-olds. I know some very smart 55-year-olds, I do, too, too. but I also know some very stupid ones. Mm -hmm. Like, that's that's pushing it. I'd say, well, I'll meet you in the middle of 50. Say 50 is a good year. From 28 to 50, that's a solid presidential I think. I also think this is an interesting take. I say president from like 30 to 50. That's fair too. I just 28 but to give like a little more. a senator or like a congressman, that eh, fuck it, 25. 21. Right out the gate, intro to politics. You need both <laughs> sides. What's that old quote? If you're not a liberal in your 20s, you have no heart. If you're not a Republican in your 30s, you have no brain. What it's do you not, say about libertarians? That's the way to go. Deal with it. <laughs> like freedom over everything. No, but it's like uh, embrace freedom or don't. But that's kind of true, though. You know, uh, liberals they pull at the heartstrings mm-hmm. a lot of those issues, and that's what's so funny to see nowadays that the liberals have gone so far left that Republicans are now pulling at those same previous liberal ideologies that just don't cut the narrative anymore. They they're literally digging themselves into such a deep hole that the Republicans are just throwing down ropes to the ones that matter. Mm-hmm bringing them back up, and I hope that that translates into a true libertarian mindset because it's kind of crossing those borders. Well, you know, there is nothing I hate more than a liberal, and there's nothing I hate more than a conservative. Right. Because both sides are equally wrong, just on opposite ends of the spectrum. If I go up to you and you don't think that guns are a necessity for people to have, don't start on the background check. I will agree with some of that. It should be harder to get guns. I agree. I don't know, it's pretty difficult. It is pretty difficult in most cases, but not at gun shows, not at pawn shops. you got to crack down on the small ones. No, gun shows are the same now. Really? Yes. Is that new? No. About the last eight years. There's no way. We'll go to a gun show and buy a gun, I'll show you. I'll say we'll do it, because like five years ago, I'll keep the rest of this information not public, but (laughs) I did a thing and got a thing, and that was that. Um, That's the bad, that is not allowed. That's that's an instant felony. Thing as there are all these... There needs, whether or not it's more regulation or more enforcement of the regulation, that's fine. My point is, put all that aside. There's liberals that, you know, will never make the argument for gun control. Just the same, there's Republicans that'll, like, never make the argument for 
pro-abortion. Yeah. Which is bullshit in a lot of cases. Like, Texas and the six-week thing I think we've covered in the past. That's, you don't even know you're fucking pregnant at six weeks most of the time. And you have to make that decision if you want. Because if you want, let's be real, if you want to abort it, unless the baby could be taken out of you and saved in an ICU, or is it an in, is it the it's, NICU? It's that's the, the baby one? It's the NICU. Whatever but... the baby one is. If you can't pull it out and save it there, anything before that, in my opinion. If a baby can yeah, survive. Yeah, my point though is, yes, yeah. so, like, you know, Republicans will, or it's, we all just have to meet in the middle. There's not, and thankfully, the far, far left and the very, less frequent but far, far right are pushing everybody to the middle because I think everyone just, you know, wants to live and let live, do whatever the fuck they want within the law, obviously. Mm-hmm. You know, I cannot find a person that does not agree that this scenario I'm about to explain is kind of ideally what we all want. Mm-hmm. Every person wants a little chunk of la- a chunk of land somewhere. How, no matter how big or how small they just want something that's their own. A house, clean water, heat, food, whatever else. That, that's like the life, just being stable. That is what everyone in our generation like wants. It's like we don't want, you know, well, okay, let's lie. I want the thousand acre property, yet, obviously. Yet but... it's illegal to collect rainwater and you have to pay out the ass to hunt in some situations. Exactly. That's where that thing, like, well, hunting I get. Hunting is a, yeah, hunting but, is a justified thing. But I, we could do a whole episode on that alone if we get into my opinions on, like, the gun tax that goes to hunting. I don't like that. I'm a very big conservationist, but there's no way in hell people should be paying 13% of every firearm transaction to conservation for whatever respective state that is factored into firearm sales. 13% tax. Which state? All. All Um, 50. Yep. It is. I just read into this. I'll show you links after the podcast, and I can link some online, but this is very much a thing that I was just made aware of, because the argument was, would that fly nowadays? It flew back in the 60s and 70s, whatever, because everybody, for the most part, was a hunter in some fashion. A lot more people shot. A lot more of those people that shot were hunters, so in fact, oh, but yeah, there's a whole... Very good. It's with uh, Stephen Ranella from The Meteors. was one of their podcasts. They deep dove into this. I know, at the very least, the last time I bought a gun in the state of Kansas, the only tax applied was the 9.125 sales tax. It's a federal conservation tax. Because the argument was actually what they, and this was a pretty good idea in my, we won't go too far down this rabbit hole because we'll we'll have to start an outdoor podcast specifically, but their plan was basically what they should do instead of that was implement like the duck stamp tax. Because that would just, I mean, there's a lot of money right there untapped that they for some reason don't use for conservation. Anyways. We'll get into that in another episode. Yeah, we'll definitely do some more outdoor (laughs) episodes. Um, We're talking about old people and boomers. Yeah. Okay, Boomer. Boomers fucking piss me off, man. They're <laughs> just, so we'll fucking disconnected, but yes. Um, we'll end it on that with with a shot. Okay, Boomer. Okay, Boomer. To the Boomers. Why, well, while we're on the topic of love and acceptance, we'll go ahead and move on to something else I had uh, written in here that this might be hot topic and I hope everybody can listen to what we have to say with an open mind and if anybody that knows us knows that neither of us are hateful about really anything no matter what your background is what you do and with that 
If you are a transgender individual or you know one, this is the open invite to come on our show because I would love to interview someone that is truly a transgender, not just doing it for attention, like truly a woman believes she's a man or vice versa, like truly, uh, just because I want to know. But uh, I have I heard, questions. I have questions, exactly, and not, not in a rude way. I just have questions. We have, like, actual inquiring questions. Like, I'm very interested to know <laughs> how your brain works. Indeed. In the truest form of that statement, not derogatory. I really want to know. Because uh, I've heard a lot of fascinating interviews with, like, Kristen Beck, who's a former Navy SEAL, uh, turned woman, worked in the Pentagon when she came out very cool story but like there's people like that all over but what the problem is in my opinion is people that use it for attention or people that really deep dive into it and the funny take that i heard was uh actually that so genders are kind of like kinks back in the day so people had you know people have crazy kinks you know whatever you're into not, not judging here uh mm -hmm. be, it, whatever you enjoy you should do uh, but that was the, what they were talking about, was that all it is now is since there's access to the internet, people feel more comfortable for whatever reason, people express themselves more. It's literally just people expressing their what would have been their kinks back in there. Because the argument was that like it's no different than it was, it's just more open now. That there's not more trans people. Well, I mean, have you, have you ever seen anything about the 70s? Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like, let's be totally Free honest here. And, yeah, no. Well, first, like... And just, like, the weird, wacky, out-of-the-like-way-way-left-field shit that, like, people would do back then. Oh, yeah, crazy orgies, drugs, man, the... Like, it was it's like, god wild, damn. Yeah, wild times, but... Uh, heroin. But yeah, Lots that of was heroin. A, that was really all I had on that was just a... I just thought that was kind of an interesting take on it. And it really is, wanted it more is. so to extend the offer. Mm -hmm. If anyone is listening that knows someone, you hey, even if you're gay or lesbian, we're... I, I'm curious. I'm interested, not curious that way curious <laughs> <laughs> i'm curious how your brain works in the most honest sense of that um yeah so hit us up uh okay okay my turn shut the fuck up this turtles. is serious okay turtles all the way down yeah. by sturgill simpson one of the classic country songs of our generation on an equally important note speaking of turtles guess what i saw yesterday cheers on. to turtles oh yeah cheers to turtles all of this one that i'm going to describe you're not going to want to cheers to you're going to pull one out for him r.i.p little turtle i'm not sure if he actually died or not <laughs> but before we okay yeah i'll explain this so all yesterday right. i was coming down 49 highway coming back into kansas city and uh Oh, God, where was I? I think I was down between, like, Clinton and uh, Pyro City. Uh, that fireworks stand off of, uh, oh, God, what is that that runs south? Anywho, I'm yeah. fucking horrible with roads. So, so I'm cruising, going, like, 75, 80, just minding my own business. It's really nice. I'm jamming out to the radio, having a good time, getting fucking killer fuel economy, I must add, because fuck gas prices. Because your truck is a V6. Your V4. Truck, your truck V4. is a transgender yeah, it's it's you trans tra cylinder. You have a tranny truck. I have a trans cylinder. Trans cylinder. Anywho, so uh, I'm cruising, going just minding my own business, jamming out, and I see this fucking turtle in the road. And this isn't a box turtle. This is like a snapping turtle. Like it was either a snapping turtle or like a red haired slider. It was like fucking big, huge turtle, huge turtle, not quite tortoise size, but big turtle. So I like swerved to get out of the way because if I would have kept going, I would have like ran straight over him. I didn't want that. 
mainly mostly because tires are also expensive. So sure. I swerved and got out of the way, and the semi was behind me, and he moves into the the other lane to like miss a turtle. And I'm looking back, like I'm rooting for this turtle. It's like, come on, man, let's go. And uh, this semi, like, I see it go around it, and I'm like, oh, cool, the turtle's gonna make it. And right when I think that, his back wheel clips the edge of the turtle shell and sends this thing into the fucking stratosphere, courtesy of Elon fucked. <laughs> and, like, I just see this thing go up at, like, a million miles an hour out of my rear view, and I didn't see him come back down. I don't know where he went. Did you turn around? No, I was on the highway. Were you on a bridge? I was on a highway. Random highway. So he wouldn't have landed in water on either side of the road? No, he would not. He, he landed in pure... Midwestern Missouri pasture land. Or the on the highway. That... Or back on the highway. <laughs> oh, man. Or into the bed of a truck. Could you imagine if you were driving? <laughs> imagine if you're driving, you imagine see a turtle you... shell come through your windshield. Just oh straight God. from space. No one would believe it. No, never. Never. Not in one bit. But I was like, as soon as I saw that, I was like, God damn. Like, I was alone in the car and screamed it. Which brings up an excellent point after that, though. Oh, yes. Turtles are not real. I have come to realize they are in cahoots with the birds. And they are and actually... And possibly even Al-Qaeda. Yes. They are actually improvised explosive devices. Kind of like a claymore on a Roomba. Exactly. Exactly. Not to be trusted. Not to be trusted. We have, we have solid intel telling us that they're in cahoots with the birds, um, Al-Qaeda, and even possibly ISIS. Yep. That one I saw yesterday was just a, a test one. Well, that's like why drone. he shot up. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. what that it truck like really a... hit was the, igni the trigger switch <laughs> on its tail. It was actually a pressure plate in the road disguised as a tail. And now he's flying somewhere in space. Could you imagine if you, like took a turtle's shell off and put an IED in there and then put it back on. It would die. And the turtle just crawled around with an IED in there. It would Are there die. any it turtles would... that can come out no. of the shell? No. <laughs> the shell is like their skin. There's no like inside skin. It's not like a like a piece of battle armor. But, it's not like a bulletproof vest. But I've seen them go inside it. Okay, yeah, their skin like tucks up and they like you know whenever <laughs> you know whenever it's really cold outside? <laughs> yeah, that. We'll keep it PG-13, but yeah, that. This is an explicit podcast. You are allowed to say penis. You know whenever your, like, dick gets really, really cold and it just turtle heads back inside you nope. a little bit? It gets smaller. Never experienced that. Fucking but so liar. why can't turtles... Okay, what if turtles could escape from their shells? You ever what if over the, the shells were the only thing that were stopping turtles from growing? What if turtles really grow into like eight feet men, and that's where the lizard people—that's what lizard people really are? <gasps> we have come for full circle, damn it! Why did I give you this ammunition? We have just received good intel telling us that uh, Ted Cruz and Hillary Clinton both, in fact, started as turtles. Likely the um, blue-titted striper—that was probably the turtle they started as—and um, they just managed to break free of their shell, kind of like an egg. Uh, as we know, turtles come from eggs. Jot that down. Um, yes, yeah, so that is what I think is they were turtles. They escaped their shell. They grew to roughly between five foot four and six foot one and developed skin suits, or should I say, collected skin suits with their partnership of the skinwalkers and the Appalachian Trail. 
Uh, they they partnered for a while, and then after that, it was a uh, the, the Great War against the uh, the Skinwalkers and the Lizard People that drove them underground originally. Uh, but not without a few of them stealing skin suits from the Skinwalkers of Ted Cruz, Hillary Clinton, um, Joe Biden, probably uh, not confirmed. Um, Shinsaki, the White House correspondent, she's definitely a lizard person. Who the fuck is your crack dealer? Because I need his number. <laughs> so this is a very serious news report here. We just got confirmed confirmed results from Reddit that can back up and verify everything I just said. Um, Did it come from Wall Street Bets? No, it came actually from the basement of that pizza shop that Q Anonymous kept talking about. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> I totally forgot about that. That was um, funny. On that note, what do you think is going to come first? World War Three or the housing market crash? Market crash, hands down. You think that's going to happen I first? I got five bucks on it, really? which is going to turn into three fifty by tomorrow, but yes. We'll take that. We'll, we'll take that bet. We'll do a shot on it. Uh, uh, give me a half. I have to drive tonight. That's good. I don't have the luxury of being home to record my things. And I have to go to Walmart later, too. I have a couch. Um, Walmart and work tomorrow. What did I say? So, um, really, housing market crash. you believe that? Yes, because mostly because the current graph we're on is not sustainable. Because, you know, do you mind if I ask you how much ground, like, whoa, what whoa, pay grade whoa, you're whoa. at? Time out. What? First. For Cheers. the turtles. Cheers to Putin for doing such a great job. Oh, that's going to piss some people off. Yes, it will. But hey, bad PR is still <sighs> PR. You aren't wrong. Mm-hmm. All right. um, but yeah, so this, this market, so, I don't disagree with what I assume you're going to say. I just want to set the record straight first. Can I say it first? Yes. Okay, so it is not sustainable simply because... I know on my salary, I can't afford to buy a house. I'm not sure what you make, but I imagine you're you are better off than I am. But <coughs> money's not as loose as it would be at the same pay grade 25 years ago. Shit, money's you know I mean? not loose the same way it was five months ago. That's also very true. But you get my point. So this yeah. kind of thing is like unprecedented and unstable and unsustainable mm-hmm. because like housing prices keep going up. Well, actually, not really. Interest rates are now going up. It's a flip-flop. The housing market finally stalled. Now the interest rates are... But housing market aside is that the inflation of the dollar bill itself is what the problem is. Because, like, Mm. yes, the market has regulated itself. But because of inflation, it's regulated itself at a higher amount as its average. So, yeah, you had the the initial price gouging, essentially, while interest rates were low. The low interest rates drove the price gouging because it drove the demand because everyone was trying to get the shit because they good. were low prices. because they were low prices and people had a lot of disposable income because they were getting all that un- unemployment money they were also uh, working paying, from home yeah, not paying college debt that too that too a big that... one that people think is just gonna disappear and stay gone no you know uh i got another thing that is really important to talk about after i finish this point so i hope you don't mind me rambling for a minute not at all cool so in fact um, it's encouraged good so if you continue with that like outlook, is that it's an unsustainable market because now no one can afford that mar- that high price point with the interest now, 
And right now it's sustainable because guess what comes in August? Is that the retraction of the bill that That's the next stopped? opportunity for it to be retracted for student loans to start being paid back. Are there any projections on that yet? Nope. It's a tightly knit secret. But back to my thing I was saying, I had a conversation with someone who I hold in a very Sorry. high regard. Let me go ahead. And, with someone who I hold in a very high regard. She was very smart. Uh, you know, I was uh, at a at a party uh, not too long ago, and we were talking, and she kept saying that, you know, I'll be, I want Joe Biden to, you know, forgive my student loans. I couldn't tell if she was joking or being sarcastic, because, I mean, that's, like, some sarcastic bullshit, I would say, because it's kind of in, in Me too. present company, because it's so kind of funny. I don't have student loans. Exa- even if I did, I'd still say it, because <laughs> it's funny. Debt-free. But uh, I couldn't tell if she was being serious or not. I thought to myself, it's like, holy shit. Like, this person that I held in such high regard is, like, you know, doesn't understand that really you can't thinks, do that. Yeah, really thinks they deserve to have money and that they chose. It, Granted, I get it's a piss-poor decision and should be... Well, let me disclose this really quick. Mm-hmm. Wasn't sure if she was being sarcastic. I could be the boomer in this case. I don't know. <laughs> fair, fair. But I'm just saying what if. You know what I mean? Yeah. What if. If that was the case, then... How do you, you know... Is this person going to hear this podcast? Potentially. Okay, well, they can answer your question after they hear you blast them on the internet. What's I'm not going to do that. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. <laughs> no, there will be no um, there will be no DDoSing. No. No name dropping. Of anybody. But uh, back to the point, though. Yes. I mean, like... You know, you can't expect that to work out. Because well, yeah. even if by some weird miracle not even miracle some weird disaster i should say that the government could just write off all the debt just say yep no no one owns any more debt like the our entire economy is traded on debt entirely like yeah. credit cards loans everything else is like all based on the premise of debt yeah if they paused right now and said everybody you have to pay what you owe well on top of like our per- <laughs> on just, top of like wouldn't happen on top of like personal debts like to like toys, you know, mm. razors, boats, trucks. Oh yeah. Uh, each person's share of the national deficit is like four hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. It's like you owe the government four thousand four hundred thousand dollars because of their shitty decisions. Because the government is not representing us in a. Oh, so we're not going to go down this road tonight. But the government needs to quit thinking that seventeen seventy six is not a significant year in American history where the people pushed back, and I am by no means condoning a civil war or any sort of revolution, but for fuck's sake, if gas is really going to hit $6 by Labor Day weekend like they're projecting it is, people are not going to be as level-headed as you and I. That's just here. Isn't Cali almost a 10 already? Yeah, but I had a point I was going to make. I can't remember what it was. It was a good one, too. Fuck, I lost my train of thought. Um, Your friend... Wants student debt paid Past off. that. Potentially Past was joking. Past that. Um, it was, may have been unrelated to that. Um, the government magically waving away all debt would be awful. Uh, For our economy traded on debt. Everyone is a shared portion of the debt would equal $400,000 per person. I remember now. little historical fact for you. Um, did you know that there was actually only one year in American history where the United States was debt free? I did not. So um, I can look it up. It's like early 1800s, somewhere in there. But 
as the as we were acquiring more land, like with the Louisiana Purchase, mm-hmm. taking over the Indian Territory, shit like that, the government was set like the government owned that land and was selling it off to people because mm. it was technically like the government bought it. So that's then so they bought it and private people would just settle and buy it. Yep, pretty much. Okay. That, there was only one year in American history where we were debt free. We started this country with a tremendous amount of debt. From the American Revolution, I did know that. Yes, and it just never got like that. We were in debt to like France and France, uh, mostly. Yeah, yeah. Um, Although them taking their sweet ass time to get here, it takes settle some of that debt, in my opinion. Well, okay, okay. From the French's perspective, (laughs) the American Revolution at the start was not that successful in the north. To counter that, by this point, twenty twenty two, we have paid back that debt. Because who saves France in almost? Every... I'm sure we don't owe France money right yeah. now. <laughs> I'm sure of that. But uh, no, but like it's you know it's kind of crazy to think you know. Yeah. We have been in debt literally. We've been around for what, 240, 50, 76 to twenty two something four. We're not at four yet. Something. We're at two hundred something. Two hundred. No, I meant four being the last number. Hmm? Two plus four equals six. Four being the last number. Oh right, two hundred and seventy. I don't know what fucking year it is. We're like I do know that Buffalo Trace was started about three years before America was a country. Shout Isn't that out. crazy? That is cra- the longest running and operating distillery in America. They survived prohibition. And they, I believe, no matter what, all of their bottles are aged at least eight years. I can see that. It's good shit. What were you doing eight years ago while this bottle of whiskey was uh, getting made? What was eight years ago? What's it, 22? That would have been... 14? 14. I would be either in boot camp or... Spring. Combat training. When did you buy this bottle? What, what, where are we, what is it, June? June. June. I was in 29 Palms, California. Fuck uh, yeah. Just starting my MOS school. Damn, that's crazy to think about. Eight that years was, ago. That was my third year on the permanent camp staff. Eight years ago, just starting this Marine Corps career of four years. I should have fucking been enlisted. I feel like all of you say that, but you know it would have sucked ass. I'm pissed now because the tattoo but my one the one thing that stopped me from re enlisting, and I told my sergeant major this was that it was the tattoo policy. Because I didn't you remember, I didn't even yeah. have my sleeves all done up. I had a lot of tattoos, but my forearms are relatively empty. And they still were going to make me hide what I was going to have to go in front of the commanding general, the CG, and like get a tattoo waiver. I was like, I'm not fucking doing that. Uh, it's just a tattoo. Who cares? You know, I keep fighting off the urge to get two like full sleeves done. Dude, just get your... The one thing I regret not doing, I don't really regret it because I like all my tattoos. And check out my Instagram if you want to see what my tattoos look like. But Cowboy anyway, up! Gang, gang. I fucking hate that tattoo. Well, I don't <laughs> hate it because it's for a good reason. Uh... Because it's for a buddy of mine that, yeah. you know, yeah. took his own life. Unfortunately, he had that tattoo. Uh, anyways. Anyways. Um, when I look back, though, I see, like, you know, like, the Japanese traditional sleeves. And, like, I think I do kind of wish I would have waited at least on one arm to get anything done so that I could get a full sleeve done in a fashion that I want. But I do, I like the patchwork look. Like, I think, dude, I think my tattoos look all right. I think it doesn't look like... My one concern has always been that it looks like prison tats, and I do pride myself and think that none of my tattoos look No, like, they're actually pretty good. If this one and this one look like dog shit if you analyze them. I find it weird, though, that your right sleeve has, like, way more color than your left. 
Because that, that has, like, no... It's black and white for the most part. That's by design. Is it? I wanted a complete black and gray sleeve, and then I want... This whole thing's going to be color. Once I get it finished up. That being said, I think the forearm tattoos are what I like most. I don't like... Upper, like, bicep. Yeah. I mean, to my not like, they don't look as good, mainly because you don't see them as much. Like, the good artistic ones, you gotta, like, pay. I think you should, like... I'm you really, tip yeah, well when someone like, does a good job on your forearm. My Death Before Dishonor tattoo, yeah. I fucking love. That's one of the things you tip very well. could not have well. turned out better, any better. Yep. Uh, same with, like, I mean, all, all these are obviously awesome. Like, this is probably one of my favorites. That's a good one. It's that one. And I always forget I have this one. Yeah, but, uh, I that's a pretty. That. It's that's a good one though. That was all freehand. That's not bad at all. It just needs touched up where the crease is. One thing to be conscious of. Uh, when you get your hand done, if you ever do, it sucks. I'm not gonna get my hands done. I said that once too. <laughs> <laughs> you probably remember back in you know back in high school, like what tattoos, like anything but drinking beer. I was completely against. And then boot camp well, happened. And I saw my drill instructor sleeved up with their sleeves rolled, just buff as shit. I was like, okay, that looks sick. <laughs> right. I don't know. I think forearm tattoos I could totally do. It comes to the point, though, where it becomes so accepted. Like, well, you know me. I'm in a very, not don't want to toot my own horn, but I'm in a good spot in my career. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've got a pretty, you know, a high-level job when it comes down to it. I love my job, and, like, my tattoos have never hindered that job. I've had, you know, locations tell me or ask me if I could cover them up just because their policy is that way. But besides that, I mean, I'm comfortable enough in my position now. My bosses are comfortable enough with me that I could get my neck done. And that's really cool because I do want my neck done. But I also think that I have, like, the personnel. Like, tattoos naturally, that is something to think about. Tattoos, not everybody can pull off tattoos. Oh, yeah. You do, I don't recommend anybody just gets one impulsively because I think back to the ones I thought I wanted when I was like 16, 17, like had the opportunity, you know, to get something on my boy's couch. Like, do you ever think about getting a stick and poke? Yes, I did until <laughs> until I watched. Mine. He might be listening to this. My boy Joe, Joe G from the Marine Corps. I'll keep his last name out of it, but uh, he got a koi fish on like his bicep. What was it a stick and stick poke? and poke and funny dude i had to i so i'm not really squeamish like i do have a fear of needles as far as getting shots but that's beside the point you have a fear of needles yeah i'm just fuck if i've got my because i used to always do blood drives and whatnot Uh uh-huh i still do sometimes but it's been a minute you're doing a plasma uh i have actually but not really often uh did you uh do you do it because that it was the season they paid you well, you can get paid, if I'm not mistaken, all the time. There's actually a place right down the street from one of the places I work at that, like, every, I forget, like, there's one Thursday of every month or two Thursdays of every month that that place, like, there's a line out the door and people walking all over the place, leaving there, like, all with the title. Like, they just mm-hmm. donated plasma. It's in an underprivileged part of the town, unfortunately. See, I donated plasma that one winter they were, like, paying high dollar for it. Oh. <laughs> Bought a gun with it. <laughs> hey, I was man, like... Fuck, I need money for a people, gun. Okay, yeah. let's do this. People always, you know, there's there's those, like, those ways of earning money that have almost trashy overhangs to them, you know what I mean? Like, or, like, people, selling parts of your body? Yeah, like, yeah. don't get me wrong, I'd sell a nut for $30,000 without hesitation. I'll do it. You, you um, don't need to make kids anymore. I'd almost sell an eye if it 
is as high enough mode. I wouldn't. I like depth perception. Uh, way that's too much. that's true. That's a good point. Uh, but uh, anyway, uh, where we're our... going with this? Let me wrap this all back up. Try to remember where we were at. I don't know. We got on a tangent. Okay. Time. Breaks. Sorry about uh, those technical difficulties. I can't remember where the fuck I was going with any of that. Um. So we'll move on. Uh. We kind of had a funny point regarding the Broncos and the fact that they just got bought out by the Walmart uh, heir. Forget the gentleman's name. I don't know that's exactly. Fucking hilarious! I hope right? that they only they're owned have, by a Walmart and they're only going to have one ticket booth open. Uh, West Arrowhead is now owned by Wally World. That's so funny, but I mean, you know, I would have bought the Broncos if I had a exposed like disposable income fuck i would buy every nfl team except for the browns that's yeah well even the browns i'm not i like the browns there's a lot of history there there is Um, but come on yeah no but that's so i guess quick shout out to the broncos for finding an owner and yeah it took them long enough they're still gonna find last place in the division this year so i guess it doesn't matter i hope Um, my friends that are broncos fans hear this on a football note real quick did you hear about Tyree Kill's recent podcast and all the shit stirring? So there's been yeah. everything from like him saying that the Chiefs suppressed his stats, which like, bro, you balled out of control like all the time until last year when you had the second most drops in the league. Uh, like, man, I love Tyree Kill, but he's really making it easy to fucking hate him with the well, shit yeah, he's talking. Well, yeah, last season, he even he fucking... said Tua. Get this, sorry, sorry to cut you off, but real quick, get this, mm-hmm. Tua, his quarterback now, he tried to say he was more accurate than Mahomes. I saw a hilarious meme with one of the passes of Mahomes that hit him in the fucking face mask and his hands like I remember that, I watched up. that. It's like, you're not going to say you're more accurate when he's literally hitting you in like, the bro, fucking helmet. Yeah. And that happened multiple times. It's like, man, Tyreek, you were such a fan favorite. We gave you second chance after second chance when you went through all your legal shit. Like, how are you going to do the Chiefs dirty like that? Exactly. It's some fucking bullshit. That's really all I had to say on that. That's just a news, because I saw, so, in this meme earlier, it said, uh, Tyreek really threw the entire Chiefs organization fan base under the bus just to gain 1,200 followers on a shitty podcast. Because right. he started a podcast, too, that I listened to. Was complete dog shit. I don't even remember the name, but don't it, like listen to it. I guess if you want to, but listen to ours instead. Listen to ours instead. We're changing the narrative. It's we so are much better. We are informing you all about how the lizard uprising will take place in the year 2025, and our only hope is that the skinwalkers of the Appalachians come down to rescue us as they promised. Give me your crack, goddammit. it! <laughs> no, um, where's that crack? But pipe? yeah, Tyreek Hill. Uh, man, that sucks. Fuck Tyreek. Next. Epstein. Okay. What's going on? Bro, we need... Elon Musk is currently championing the effort to get that shit going. thank God for Elon Musk. Right? I don't necessarily like everything the guy has to say, but, uh... Shit. (laughs) Ass for half, <laughs> god damn it. Well, it's already been no. poured, so I can't really do much now. Oh, we will hold off for a minute. Um, okay. Ask for no. half a shot, you give me a yeah. goddamn full shot. Well, you know, hey, it's Buffalo Trace. Sip it. Don't drink the whole thing at once. It's Buffalo yeah. Trace. You can sip it, you can shoot it. It's That's why I love it. Never mix it, though. But You don't mix mix good whiskey. Anyways. Let's go on. But yeah, so Epstein, Elon, Elon Musk yes, championing. Sorry. 
the the fucking what what would you call it? The drive to get that shit opened up to get it released. First off, like look at the Johnny Depp trial. Yeah, it's like that was entirely televised, and nothing has come out of like the Ghislaine Maxwell trial. The Black Book has not been released. They have fooled everyone. They have pulled the rug over everyone. That was the one thing that was publicized that you know was like the damning information. It's like, all right, yeah, you know, all the you know some of the world leaders are going to a sex island and having sex with minors. That's pretty fucking big news. Well, like I and think I touched just on this glossing on over it, like, oh yeah, that didn't happen. That never happened. That's like I mean, I think we mentioned this last two weeks ago in the podcast. Bill Gates, whatever Bill Gates did there whatever his connection to epstein was was bad enough that his wife divorced him yes and like they were she was like a ride or die bill gates visually try to imagine yourself having as much money as bill gates has or even better for the ladies listening picture yourself married to that and something so bad happening that you i'm done not just married but Living a happy life. Like, and yeah, like, they were happily married. Like, a very happy yeah. life. Whatever that connection was, was bad enough that you just said, nope, I'm done. And then Bill Gates has the audacity to, like, try to lie about his relationship with him. Be like, oh, I wasn't really friends with him. Like, just like the Clintons. Like, oh, Even though there's a picture of those two sitting table across from each other. It's like, yeah, no, you guys were friends. Like. It's like, you made multiple trips to the island. We know what the fuck you did. Your choices were this. You either learned about who he really was and cut him off, which even that's not a good excuse because if you would have done that, you would have reported this and this would have happened 20 years ago. You either cut him off and did that or what everyone actually did was keep their fucking mouths shut because it's a weaselly little fucking world and they have dirt on everyone and nobody has a fucking backbone to stand up say this shit, and then fucking brutally murder the people they send to take you out. I'm not saying that people should just, like, yes, there's those crazy ones where people put a car bomb in their car and it blows them up under a tunnel. Diana won't get down that rabbit hole. But if (laughs) if I'm ever in a position of power or where I can have a voice in things, if you send an assassin after me, they better be fucking good. Because I will string him up by his Achilles tendons alive. You said that it's like it's pattern on you. Shoots you from a thousand yards out. And then I will go live on Facebook with it while I slowly mute. No, we won't go down that road. I'm kidding. But you get my point. I was going to say that's so uh, people that's getting either, dark. You know, people either had an opportunity to stand up to this fucking child sex trap. Like, it's one thing if you're rich and you manipulate like a 19 year old, a legal age person to do things with you because you're rich, that's fucked up, but that's not illegal. That's not like a fucking yeah. morally awful crime in, in the sense that if 15, 14, 13-year-olds yeah. getting shipped to an island just for you to fuck. Yeah. That's, I, I don't know what it is. That, like Having them shipped to a sex island makes it seem so much worse. Like Even if it was like a 19 to a 25-year-old, it's like going to a sex island. Yeah. It's like that's still pretty fucked. Like, that's really fun. Yeah. No, and I'm definitely not discrediting that, but just from, like, the legal standpoint. Of, like, oh, yeah. Because those women, the ones that were of age, you know, like, yeah, they manipulated, but to, as shady and shitty and greasy as it is, it's not illegal. It's not illegal to play on, to manipulate someone into doing something necessarily. But, yeah, man, I just, I don't, fuck, like, we need answers. There's, because that's where, we're, to touch back to the World War Three housing market thing, one of the things I think is, whether it's the inflation, 
that not getting released, the bullshit with the monkeypox and all the bullshit with COVID that we're probably not going to hear about, the shit with 2,000 mules that's been all but silenced. Yep. Impossible to find damn near. Yeah. Like, that's... They basically literally proved that there's at least some election fraud. Whether or not it's enough to turn over the election, I don't give a shit. There's fraud. Figure it out. I don't get how you can go through life thinking there isn't fraud. It's like, all right, you know these politicians are crooked as shit, but just because a, a politician has, like, the correct letter by his name, you're not going to believe that that one is not also shady as fuck? Yeah. It's like, no, they're all cut from the same thread. They're all shady as fuck. Because that was always my argument with Trump is like, yeah, I think Trump was like maybe a loose wire that no one really had control of. Oh, entirely was. The flip coin of that is that he wasn't. He was just a Republican pawn that still pushed forward just the things that the Republicans want. That's very possible, too. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I mean, yes, the economy was great. So clearly some clearly the Republicans or him were right about something and we were chugging along. But that's still, you know, there's still like you just said or like you said earlier, rather, you know, fucking hate liberals i fucking hate conservatives if it was that flip side of the coin where he because where he was acting just as a strong right arm of the republicans it's just as bad yeah but the republicans hated him too at the start i don't know what happened at the end of that but also i think that they ran him through so much shit because he was the outsider because like the democrats ran through shit the republicans didn't save him yeah period they didn't even help him yeah so it's like, yeah, that that's kind of like, He's, okay, what He the should fuck? run as an independent. Him and Joe Jorgensen. Boy, that'd be funny. That'd I've be really always funny. thought that the political grouping that would save the world is, uh, oh, Jesus Christ. She's the former senator, House member from Hawaii. Tulsi Gabbard. Oh, Democrat yeah. Tulsi Gabbard and, like, Dan Crenshaw or someone. Jocko, I don't know. The more I listen to Jocko Willink. The more I think he needs to fucking run for president. I have my, I have my issues with Crenshaw but, just because of his uh, gun stances. Yeah. Because he he's, he's doing some shady shit he's, that, doesn't, that yeah. doesn't track. I'm wondering if he's not getting paid a lot of money to make some decisions. That's he, why it he doesn't sh- track. He's shifted a lot from how he used to be mm-hmm. to how he is now, and I don't really vibe with that either. But that was just my one example. Tulsi Gabbard, though, as far as like a Democrat, she should be an independent because that's more how she thinks. But she's, you know... Former army medic, uh, combat tours, senator house representative or representative from Hawaii, I can't remember which. Um, but yeah, we need a team like that. Uh, we can hit, touch on one final thing. Uh, first, shout out to the USS Kitty Hawk. Rest great, in peace. Rest in peace. A great carrier being dismantled. Uh, a super carrier. Unfortunately being scrapped. Oh. And last but not least, pockets in women's pants and how they affect your everyday life. Yes, the final conspiracy. So I have a theory, and it's probably a well-known theory, except I'm a guy and don't know these things. Just got to throw it out there. Fair. So, women's pockets. Yes. They always bitch. Well, number one, they bitch about like not having pockets and a lot of shit. Like dresses with pockets are the shit for women, from what I've from what I've been told. Now, I have a theory that whenever like you have a like woman's jean pocket, their pockets are always super fucking small. Mm-hmm. It is a ploy to get them to buy purses mm. because number one, that's how the market works. So like, think about the money that these high end purse companies make. Yeah, and shit like that. They then you know. Who's to say that they don't lobby 
whatever their buddy is in like you know a jeans manufacturing company to make the pockets smaller that way it forces women to be able to carry all this shit in purses which ends up getting them double whammy on the price whereas men pocket men's pockets you can fit a lot of shit in there oh i carry an unnecessary amount of shit it's like i carry a knife my phone my wallet my keys a pen uh sometimes a gun in your pocket sometimes i have a pocket holster it's an interior pocket holster. It's fucking bad. That sounds annoying. Not really. I don't have any pockets big enough to conceal or to holster a gun inside. Oh, of. I do. <laughs> it's mostly on like my uh, my cargo shorts. I got it specifically. I wonder how likely is it that those purse companies are in cahoots with jeans companies. Well, if you go by uh, trends and you go by all of. Uh, American history over the last like 200 years highly fucking likely because it's all about payouts you're telling me that if you owned like a company and you had the and you made a lot a fuck ton of money you wouldn't try to network with some someone in another competing industry fair to and then pay him off to help you get more business I totally would so you're telling me that isn't that doesn't track nope. it totally does no that is a really good point though and I wonder you might have just exposed the women's Pants pocket conspiracy. We'll have to do another episode on that. Specifically. Yes. That being Perhaps said, if you are one of our video. female listeners, we will take any input on any advice on how to expose this this what do you call it a travesty of fashion, I guess. The conspiracy of the traveling pants. <laughs> that was good. Um. All right. On that note, uh, let's yep. wrap this thing up. Yep, it's uh, bedtime. If you guys haven't already, follow us on social media. At Instagram for me, not Alex McMullen. Instagram for Sean, S.C. S. C. McMullen. Yes, sir. And uh, the new, newly up and running outdoor site is official. StadiumRantOutdoors.com. Uh, check it out. We're going to be having some various hunting articles, hiking, camping, extreme sports, really anything manly that you can imagine. Uh, on that site as well as an instagram page stadium rant outdoors for the instagram check it out it's getting pretty crazy check out stadium rant our parent site i guess you would call them uh the hosting platform of our podcast stadiumrant.com and i guess i can pitch this to apply if you have ever had any inclination to be a sports writer an outdoors writer a culture writer anything you want to do Check out our job board, stadiumrantjobs.com, and uh, apply. I'm happy to reach out to you, give you any information about it, but you have to apply for me to do that. If you or a loved one has ever wanted to be an outdoor writer, we need you. Please join, and we'll do great things together. We will. I'm very excited for the outdoor side. Yep. Um, on top we'll of embark that, upon this journey together. And we will take it to great heights. On top of that, the only way that we are able to keep doing these shows for you guys and to keep listening to Sean's great rants about why you should write for us is through your help and donations. We have a virtual tip jar set up through GoFundMe. There's a link available in the description for this podcast as well as the description overall for our podcast. Donations uh, definitely help keep us doing this thing. You know, it's pretty cool. Uh, to those of you that have donated so far, thank you. We can't even put into words how much it means. Um, with that, I think one more shot to round it out. Oh, 
thanks for coming out. Thanks mm-hmm. for doing this with me. Episode 12 in the books. Cheers. Cheers. All right, that does it. <laughs>